Hearts of Fire is brought to you by the All of Us Research Project, which has a simple mission, to speed up health research. To get there, we need one million or more people to join the program. Visit joinallofus.org slash southtexasblood and find out how you can become one in a million. And now here's the host of Hearts of Fire, Adrian Mendoza. Welcome to Hearts of Fire, a South Texas Blood and Tissue and BioBridge Global podcast. Uh, this is our pilot season, and we're excited to bring you the stories of our employees and our mission. And our guest today is Mo Syed. So, first thing I want to ask you, Mo, is what do you do here? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I was actually recently brought back um, as the director of donor recruitment. So my job is mainly to feed that pipeline full of donors um, in order to get the blood on the shelves here at South Texas. And your official title is? Director Donor Recruitment. Okay, okay. And where did you grow up? So a lot of people don't know you. You used to work here, but then you left and you came back. So we'll talk a little bit about that. But where did you actually grow up? So I actually grew up in California. I grew up in the the uh, northern part of it, in the Bay Area. Um, and then after high school, I went down to Southern California. So I did two years in Santa Barbara at City College over there and then transferred over to Cal State Northridge. So after that, I went over to Tucson, Arizona, lived there for about 11 years. It wasn't quite hot enough, so made the move over here. <laughs> and is it hot enough for your liking, especially right now? Right now it's brutal. It's <laughs> hotter than I remember when I left. So where did you where do you go to school? Uh, back when thinking back to times in California or before, you can start as early in school as you want to. But where did you go? Oh, let's see. Elementary school was a blur. I went to El Dorado Middle. Uh, it was actually junior high school. It was before middle schools. So El Dorado Junior High School in Concord, California, and then uh, went to Northgate High School in Walnut Creek, California, and then Cal State Northridge. Uh, down in the valley. Cool. So, you know, how did you develop an interest in this career field? I know you've kind of, you started out at one point in a, in a financial role, if I recall, and then later on, but what, what led you to this role? What developed your interest in it? Take us back to that. So I actually started my career, yes, in finance and accounting in the medical industry. So I worked for a uh, for an oncology group. I, it was it's actually U.S. Oncology. So I worked for the Arizona division there, and then from there I moved over to the acute care side on the hospitals. Um, did that for a few years, and then I kind of got the opportunity to come over to this side back in 2013 um, as a finance analyst. So uh, one of the things that I really struggled with in, you know, in my early career in finance and accounting is it's kind of boredom, if you ask me. You know, it's, there's a lot of reporting and there was a lot of after-the-fact stuff that, you know, had to be done. Um, and I really enjoyed watching kind of the operations take shape and take hold. So when an opportunity came for me to learn about the operation side and experience, you know, the, the chaos and the heartache that comes with it, I took the opportunity and, you know, haven't turned back since. And even when I, uh, and we'll talk about this later, but when I left, I went back into finance, um, back in California and 
I did everything I could to get myself more involved on the operation side um, when I when I went back into that role. Mm -hmm. So when you take us back to even before finance, what other jobs have you held in terms of um, starting out and and beginning? Uh, it could oh my god. Be <laughs> right? Anyone starts anywhere. So tell us a little bit about that. Uh, let's see. Do you want to hear about the paper route at age 12? Sure. <laughs> I delivered newspapers, um, you know, when I was uh, when I was in junior high school and through early high school. And then um, I went and worked at, I mean, I've worked at McDonald's. I've worked at, uh, I've worked for Safeway in California. I've worked for, I've valet parked. <laughs> I worked as a uh, tutor in the school uh, in the school learning center. I worked as a jeez. Uh, I worked, of course, you know my fair share of retail jobs, um, and I'm sure there's some other stuff that I'm missing there, and probably some stuff I don't want to talk about. So mental blocks there. <laughs> we all have those. <laughs> those days where I'm like, I can't believe I had to wear that that costume. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what do you tell us what, about what you like to do outside of work? Your hobbies, things like that. What makes you you when you're not, you know, doing your your day job here? Okay, so uh, we like to travel. Um, you know, I've got my wife and uh, and three kids. Um, they definitely the the two younger girls keep us busy. The oldest uh, the oldest boy is in college right now, but the two girls keep us busy. So um, basically, it's. The world revolves around them as far as they're concerned um, but we try to make sure that we get them out and experience you know the the different things that the world has to offer and especially with uh, with the youngest one you know she was born right before the pandemic broke out so she's our little feral pandemic baby and taking her out has always been a challenge but <laughs> she's she's getting better at that now a feral pandemic baby. I know I've not heard that before. That's the first, but I love it. So, um, you know, tell us your favorite story about something that happened outside of work. And it could be any time in your life, you know, leading up to now, a favorite story you want to share with anyone who's listening. Hmm. Let's get back to that one. <laughs> All right, that's a good. We'll take it. We'll take it past. But then, then in that case. Um, tell us something about yourself that no one knows about. All right, so back to the favorite story. <laughs> um, oh, wow. What is it about me that no one at work knows? There's probably a reason that nobody at work knows about it. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> ominous. <laughs> Clarify for those who might be listening. Ah, <laughs> uh, let's see. Do you play an instrument? No, I don't play an instrument. What about uh, sports? Um, I used to be heavy into soccer when I was uh, when I was younger, you know, through high school. Um, at the same time that I had braces, so that was always interesting, especially a soccer ball to the face. Mm. Yeah, braces, because yeah, that was it. back in the day, you know, when we actually had like the metal braces, not the Invisaligns that everyone has now. Uh, soccer ball to the face. That, yeah. that does not sound good with braces. No. <laughs> um, I used to ride motorcycles. I oh. mean, that was, yeah, that, haven't done that in about 10 years and have no desire to start up again, but I've, I did that. And, uh, um, 
two accidents later, I kind of, you know, <laughs> I kept writing after the second accident, but then eventually just kind of stopped. So first accident was a low speed one, and that was the one that messed me up and broke bones. And the second one was a high speed one that I just got up and walked away from. So odd how that works out. Yeah, yeah, that's that is scary. I I had a, a Honda Nighthawk 650 when I was in high school. Probably scared my dad to death that I would even have that. I know Elizabeth Waltman rode motorcycles and still does. Uh-huh. Um, but that was my only and forever will be the only time I ever ride a motorcycle was back then. And it was a, uh, probably a death trap for myself. So, <laughs> you know, tell us, uh, tell our listeners about one of the reasons why you wanted to come back after, you know, being away for a while, you decided to come back to South Texas Flooding Tissue. Tell us why. Well, so I think a lot of it has to do with, um, you know, just the, the environment here, you know, San Antonio, I've lived in a few different places, you know, throughout my life. And I think San Antonio is one of my favorite cities that I've ever lived in. Um, you know, for multiple reasons, I met my wife here and, um, you know, our oldest daughter was born here. Um, but I think a lot of it has to do with my experience here the first time around at South Texas blood and tissue and that bio bridge. Um, it just, it was really the place where I felt and saw my myself grow as an individual and professionally as well. So um, when the opportunity came up, I mean, you know, we've things have changed, and when the opportunity came up for me to come back, um, I definitely wanted to, you know, jump on it because again, it's one of my favorite places, and I learned a lot here. And you know, the uh, the things that changed only changed for the better. Well, we are really, really glad you're back. I know the whole team is excited to have you. You're already making a big difference, and I know you've got a lot of ideas on how we can continue to grow our donor recruitment team and and uh, reach more donors in our community. So thank you so much for being our guest here today on Hearts of Fire, and welcome back, Mo. Well, thank you. Executive producers of Hearts of Fire are Heather Hughes and Jay Pajinski. Your director is David King, with technical assistance from Matt Flores. Our logo was designed by Roberto Esquivel. Our host is Adrian Mendoza. If you have an idea for Hearts of Fire, please feel free to email us, heartsoffire at biobridgeglobal.org.